what's going on guys and welcome back to conspiracy fears and mysteries and this is a bonus episode that i'm doing during the week for the 13th of december 2022 now i did this case or this story or this conspiracy it's, it's a i don't i wouldn't say true crime but it is a story with that involves dead hikers and it's there's a big conspiracy that is surrounding it so this is one of my favorite ones that i've ever read about i saw i saw kind of a, a movie about it loosely based on the movie well it i'm sorry loosely based on the case which it was based on the case but they kind of put like a horror spin on it was one of those found footage films and i can't remember the name of it um and i wish i could find it again i saw it like once with my son it was it was really good it had a, it had a good spin on it and what it did was it merged two conspiracies together to make one movie so the movie um emerged this case the diet love pass and also it merged uh the uh, what was that ship the uh the philadelphia experiment so if you're not familiar with that um i did that particular podcast like two years ago I, I think i did both of these two years ago and i think i think i did them very close together or back to back because i did it around the time when i saw the movie so it reminded me to look that up again now i found an article on it and i just want to recap on that particular story the diet love pass for those of you that haven't heard it or don't know anything about it so the Diet Love Pass or the yeah, the Diet Love Pass, which was named after the best one of the best uh explorers not explorers, but hikers over there, it was named after him. And um it was a very bizarre story. Very bizarre story. And this is set in Russia, if I'm not mistaken. It's a a Russian mountain and the, the hiking trail is called Diet Love. Diet Love, D Y A T L O V. So the original nine hikers from the Diet Love Pass, and I say original nine because there's a little story right after this. The original nine hikers set out to reach the peak of Otorten, a mountain in the northern Urals of Soviet Russia. At the end of January 1959, they were led by 23-year-old hiker Igor Alexeyevich Dytlov, named after him, for whom the mountain pass has since been named. The other eight were largely also experienced hikers many from the Euro Polytechnical Institute. Now, Dietlov had told his sports team that he would send them a telegram as soon as he returned, but they received no word from him. Soon after weeks passed, friends and loved ones began to worry. So on February 20, a search party was launched to try to find Dietlov and the other eight hikers. Here, the investigation would take a bizarre and shocking turn. Investigators soon found the hikers' tent, but it was destroyed. Even more disturbing was the fact that it seemed like someone had cut the tent open from the inside. This was bizarre in itself, but only became more bizarre considering that the temperatures at night could plunge to negative 22 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know about you, I don't even want to go to New York because it gets too cold over there. I'm complaining about the cold over here in Italy, and it's not even that cold in the south. Meanwhile, investigators found pairs of shoes at the scene and footprints made by bare feet leading away from the campsite and into the frigid wilderness. This raised the chilling question. Why would experienced hikers be so desperate to leave their own tent in the middle of a Russian winter's night that they'd cut their way out and flee into the forest without even getting dressed? From here, investigators came upon a series of strange and grisly clues, each more baffling than the next one. 
Now, next, they found the bodies of two hikers wearing nothing but their underwear. One hiker had a strange brown-purple complexion and gray liquid coming from his mouth. Other bodies found next had cuts on their hands and branches around their bodies as if they desperately tried to climb the nearby trees. The bodies were undressed or wearing mismatched clothing, and some had injuries that hinted at inexplicably gruesome violence. It took investigators another two months to find the rest of the party. The remaining bodies only deepened the mysteries as one of the hikers were missing her tongue, eyes, part of her lips, as well as facial tissue and a fragment of her skull. Despite such baffling and macabre evidence, Soviet authorities swiftly closed the investigation. Officially, the hikers' deaths were chalked up to an unknown natural force, a conclusion that only fanned the flames of conspiracy theories in the decades to come. An early theory now suggested that the nine hikers had been killed by an avalanche. The disarray of their campsite, their mismatched clothing, and the blunt force trauma injuries supported this theory, although victims of an avalanche usually die of asphyxiation. But there was no physical evidence of an avalanche, nor any precedent of avalanche activity in the area. Another theory posited that the hikers had been attacked by the native Mansi people, but this too withered under scrutiny as the Mansi were largely peaceful and there was no evidence of an attack. Stranger theories suggested that the hikers had died in a Yeti attack, or perhaps aliens were involved. Possibly, the hikers had been victims of a Soviet experiment, or maybe someone in the group had lost their mind and murdered the others. But in 60 years, no theory has been proven true conclusively. In 2019, Russia released the results of a new four-year investigation. Authorities stuck with the original conclusion that the hikers have been killed in an avalanche, but that hasn't stopped the surge of theories about the case. People don't want it to be an avalanche, said John Guam, a Swiss researcher who studied the Diet Love Pass incident. It's too normal. He believes that the hikers died in a, slub, a slab avalanche. Sorry. In this case, a small, slow slide may have crushed the tent, prompting the hikers to cut their way out. Of course, I'm getting notifications. Without any living witnesses, at least known witnesses, it's impossible to say with total certainty certainty, sorry, what happened. Fortunately, in the recent incident at the Diet Love Pass, all involved seemed to have made it home. We got stuck on the lake and the satellite dish broke. One of the tourists reportedly said because of this, we did not get in touch in the morning. That is why they lost us, sparked a little panic. Now, I um, what I'm talking about there is that this article, which was written by Kalina Fraga, and I guess fact-checked by John Kurowski, I don't know, published in February 11, 2021, was about nine Russian hikers that disappeared at the Love Pass where the original nine died in 1959. The ones I just told you about were the original nine. These are another group of hikers that went. This one was a not so great or conspiracy story because they're still alive. They got found. They were fine. They just didn't contact anybody when they went out on that pass. They actually didn't even make it halfway over there because it got too windy. The temperature was just crazy. Then they were like, nah. So they turned and went another way, ended up by this little hotel type thing. And they just didn't send any message um, because, um, like I said, something happened with their communication. So for one day, they didn't send a message. People were worried because they were supposed to report. They didn't. But this could have gone bad for those people too. But the original nine, the original nine that got lost and were found, uh, the th they had many conspiracy theories. And, I, and it's true what it says is that sometimes we listen to a story or we hear one of those things and 
you gotta and i always say take everything with a grain of salt you know because we're so you it's like we we're conditioned to not believe certain things and to believe certain things and i think that governments right governments governments do not want us to look into or to believe things that they don't have control of if they don't have a full control of it they don't like to believe it for example the whole alien um conspiracy and uh, uh life out there and that aliens been you know communicating with governments they're going to always deny it because they don't have control, complete control of that. If it was something that they had complete control of, um, of then they would be a little more open, you know, because they have more control of it. But anything they have no control of, they lie about too because they don't like to look like they don't have control. They know if if there's something and it looks like they have no grasp on and no control, people are going to lose their minds. Then they lose jobs and they're going to have a problem because, again... Regular people outnumber the government. And that's every government. That's every government. Especially when it has to do with all this alien stuff and whatever paranormal things, whatever the things the case may be. Now they said in as part as far as this case that it could have been an avalanche. And I could see that. When they when he I didn't know what a slab a slab avalanche is, but it's a slow falling avalanche. It could be the snow started to fall on them slowly. They panicked for whatever reason and you know they were it was the middle of the night they were sleeping so they got out of their sleeping bags ran out and you know and they just got caught in that freezing cold and that you know their bodies can't take that the human body's not going to take that type of temperature it's going to die within minutes probably now what it does not explain was the way the bodies were found with the missing pieces like eyes and half of this and this but it could have been animals but then again when you say animals what animal could it have been like i don't think any bird is out there in that weather negative 22 degrees you know and picking flesh off of a uh, a human corpse out there so i i can't we can't say it's a bird and then we also you can't say a grizzly because although there was things missing it wasn't like it was like a grizzly if it was a grizzly you would see a lot missing a grizzly's huge okay even a small grizzly is going to do some damage right and obviously it wasn't ants or nothing like that because you're talking about cold ass weather so that still leaves the question what took those body parts you know and these are experienced hikers i would think that they would know what these are very experienced people people who've done this before and then even and the guy who that past was named after was there you would think he'd have a little more um, sense of what's going on and he kind of knows the thing. So I don't see it exactly. While the avalanche thing that the scientists said, and the problem is we're going to just, a lot of us are going to dismiss everything else because a scientist said this and we're just, he could have said anything and most people will believe him because once you put a label on him as somebody who's an authority on whatever, then we're going to accept it because of the label. So they could have put a label on any Tom, Dick, and Jane and give them a lab coat and say, look, they went to school and this guy who went to school says that blah, 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 this, that, and the third. And we'll believe it, most likely. If you if you deviate from what from believing him, then you're a conspiracy theorist, then you're crazy and you're this and you're that. And if you don't follow that, then you're whatever. 
it's just that's just the way life is you know it, it is easier because we do try to look for a easier way in, in our minds everybody humans want an easy way out of a question an easy way out of a doubt because doubt causes is the unknown and doubt causes fear the unknown causes fear when you don't know something you start to get fearful nobody likes fear so we try to to put together answers we try to put together any answer to make it fit um I personally think it was something a little more. Maybe it could have been something paranormal, some supernatural, or some UFOs. I mean, who knows? I just watched David Politis' latest documentary, uh, The Missing 411, uh, The UFO Connection, and it's crazy. The way these people disappear in the woods, in the wilderness, because that's what his, his uh, whole thing is. He was a cop investigating people who mysteriously just vanished and you gotta see how those like so many coincidences so many like mysterious super mysterious disappearances and things that happen like the die love pass it's just i'm talking about weird okay and there's got to be more to life than just what we see and what they tell us to see because we see what they tell us to see right anyway that's all i got man this is a, just a bonus episode shouldn't be that long 15 minutes all i got follow me on marco polo man there's a link in the description below for the marco polo and uh you can follow me on twitter i am on the twitters the twitter to me i've never really liked twitter i have i had twitter uh some before i might put my um my twitter handle there or whatever they call it no i am not a blue checkmark person so don't worry <laughs> blue checkmarks is not my thing but anyway follow me on social media my twitter is conspiracies fears and mystery you can find it there it's at uh, ralphie underscore ricky ralphie underscore ricky as, as always guys I'll see you on the next smoke.